This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. All right, final segment of tonight. You're locked into the BetQL Network with producer Jake and Brendan on the sports machine, Sean Levine. We appreciate you checking us out and making some money with us along the way. We are now one week away from UFC 290. Let's go ahead and start. With a fight that's not even on the main card, BT, your guy, Robbie Lawler, steps into the octagon for the final time as a 2-1 to underdog versus Nico Price at minus 250. If you're like me, you got to lay down some underdog money on ruthless Robbie Lawler. How can you not in his final fight? Yeah, I'm not like you fellas with your uh, your heart insurance. You'd be heartless, probably betting Nico Price up the wazoo. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get me a Robbie Lawler ticket. Uh, and 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 hope that he gets to ride off to the sunset with a win. I love Robbie Lawler. This guy is legitimately one of my favorite fighters of all time. Um, can't wait for him to go in the Hall of Fame this week with his uh, his fight against Rory McDonald. Should go in the Hall of Fame just as a Hall of Famer for his resume alone. But uh, yeah, I, I love Robbie Lawler, man. Nico Price, kick rocks. Does he give us a knockout? Can Robbie give us one more? No, I'm saying vicious, like third round comeback, you know, war path, bloody face, classic Robbie Lawler after getting down. Let's just say like he's down 0-1, comes back, squeaks out around two, and Nico Price, he looks across the cage and he just sees that crazy man stand up and he doesn't even know what hit him. He goes, oh my God, I thought this old man was going to go away. No, not today, Nico Price. Ah, did you watch the Nick Diaz fight? And I know Nick is the one who took the knee, but it's not. I, don't, I think you're talking about a, a different version. You got Robbie Lawler in this fight, Jake? I do. I'm taking Robbie Lawler over okay. Nico Price. I like the underdog odds. Method-wise, I actually think Robbie could knock Nico out. Nico's pretty chinny, and he fights crazy. So not, not, the, not the way you want to go in against ruthless Robbie Lawler. They will definitely at one point meet in the middle of the octagon. He is a little chinny now that you mention it. Maybe I will take Robbie Lawler on that big plus money by knockout. All right, if we're talking underdogs, I got one for you guys. How about Treshawn Gore at plus 700 taking on Bo Nickel at minus 1,200? I would not wish an injury upon anybody in this sport. Like, it's the worst thing that happens. That being said, it does happen sometimes. So I never lay down that type of money on a guy that's minus 1,200, even though he should probably be minus 3,500 if we're talking about his chances of actually winning this fight. It feels like BT, Bo Nickel goes out there, ragdolls Gore, takes care of it in like two minutes like he has all of his other fights, but I'm still not putting any money on it. 
Yeah, I'm curious. I'm like looking for some of like the uh, the method odds on this and seeing like what, even like Bo Nickel like winning in half a round or seeing what you can do something like that. Because here's the thing with Bo. Yeah, this is the thing that's fun with Bo is like he seems to have a very great sense of his of everybody is tuning in to see him not only win but be dominant, um, which is fun because a lot of the times like a guy will have a lot of hype behind them, but they won't necessarily buy into that they'll still take a very calculated method there still seems like there's a little bit of a risk to bo nickel like he likes to go out there and and wow people um and he's not taking on a bum like trishan gore is a very good young fighter a good prospect i would say but you know this is a guy i would say trishan's looked upon as a guy who is a good young fighter bo nickel's looked upon as a guy who can't miss and i think for that you know, I think it should probably be an easy first round win for him. And I'm curious to see what the Bo Nickel show can can give us that night. Jake, if the over under was half of one round, which way are you playing it? I'm going over for this one. Uh, Treshawn's tough. The toughest fighter Bo's had to fight yet. And we keep saying that every fight he has. But, you know, they're they're building him right. It's a small stepping stone each time out. How? Yeah, I just think Treshawn's very skilled. He has UFC experience. He has great wrestling. I'm not sure it's as good as Bo's wrestling, but he can hang in the grappling department. And I'm actually interviewing Trayson tomorrow. I know he's been working on looking for the knockout exclusively. So that's either going to hurt him or help him. But I'm I'm not going to lay money on Trayson. But the over half a round, I think this sees around two. Oh, well, he's going to have the extra motivation having talked to you this week. Maybe the odds yeah. go down to like, you know, plus 550 or something like that. At BetMGM right now, he's a <laughs> 7 to 1 underdog. Dan Hooker, a 2 to 1 dog on that card, takes on Jalen Turner, the favorite at minus 280. Let's spend the last few minutes of today's show talking about the top three cards at UFC 290 next Saturday, starting with the Reaper, friend of the show. Robert Whitaker is back, minus 400, taking on. Drakus Duplessis. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna just take the value bet on this one, even though ultimately, I think that Robert Whitaker is the better fighter. He's the more experienced fighter. I actually think that he's the second best fighter in the division. He's just ran into Stylebender a couple of times and hasn't been able to beat him. I think I'm gonna play the Duplessis at three to one. What say you, BT? No, I'm gonna stick with Rob to to get the job. Let me just say, like. Duplessis is the more winning is the more interesting result because obviously there's a little bit of heat between him and Stylebender, so it's a fresh matchup. We need that in the middleweight division, so it's the better story if Duplessis gets it done. But Robert Whitaker has just shown himself to be like the class of the division that's not the champion, and he's been champion. He's been that good. You know, I, I just think that for this one. He's got so much experience on that big stage. Duplessis is is getting, you know, that that taste of of almost being there. And I feel like Robert Whitaker is going to school him and show him now. There's levels to this. What's the point, though, for Robert Whitaker of this fight? For for Duplessis, it's obvious. If you win, especially if you knock out Robert Whitaker, you probably get your shot at the title. For for Whitaker, let's say that he takes his head off and he's not going to get another shot at Izzy, is he? I think like the one thing that you could probably say, and it's not really Rob's style because he's so mild mannered. He's not really a big call out guy. I mean, there's not a lot of fights that are non-title main events, but maybe 
we've been talking about Hamza. Maybe he calls him out afterwards to welcome Ooh. him to middleweight. I think that's good enough to headline a pay-per-view by itself. Who do you think wins that fight? Still go Rob. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a fun one. Jake, who you got in this one? Not versus Hamzat, but versus Duplessis. I, you got to go Bobby Knuckles. I don't think Duplessis has anything to offer Whitaker, really. I think Whitaker is just a better Duplessis all around. They have very similar styles. They're both brawlers who lead with their head and have snappy punching, good grappling. The, the big difference is the cardio and the experience. Rob Whitaker's not going to get tired in a five-round fight, let alone a three-round fight. Duplessis, round three's coming. He's going to be huffing and puffing. Not sure he's going to be able to hang with Rob here. I love Rob Whitaker as a parlay piece. We did see Duplessis, though, his gas tank empty out a little bit in the second round. I think it was in his last fight. Maybe it was two fights ago. And then he came back and won in dominant fashion in the third. So, yeah, I agree with you. Whit Whitaker definitely has the experience. I like your comparison, though. Like, he basically, Duplessis is a younger version of Robert Whitaker, so it's going to be interesting when they step in the octagon together. The co-main event of 290 next Saturday night, BT, Brandon Moreno puts his lightweight strap, excuse me, he puts his flyweight strap on the line against Alex Pantoja, the underdog, at plus 160. You know me, baby. Viva Mexico. Brandon Moreno all day. And if I'm only paying two to one, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, the number's just not sweet enough to tell me with Pantoja, even though he's got a win in the past against Moreno. Uh, Moreno is a little bit of a wild card. Like, sometimes he'll go out there and is not always fighting. Like, he's got such a wild style to him. Like, it's not like he's an unbeatable guy. We've seen this. It's just we're so used to seeing him against basically one guy over the last few years. So it's going to be interesting to see that, you know, run it back against a guy. It's been a while, so I don't know how much you want to put back into that stock of their last fight, but um, I'm still going to rock with uh, with Moreno getting this one done. Jake. Tough fight to call. Flyweights are always tough to call, but these guys are very even, and like BT mentioned, Pantosha's got a win over Moreno in the past. I don't know who I'm picking to win this one, honestly. It's going to be very close. My bet here is going to be that the fight goes the distance or over 4.5. I have to lean Moreno just because he's the current champ and he's been doing nothing but fighting Figgy and making it look kind of easy. But I don't know. Tough fight to call. I just have the over. And to BT's point, we have seen Brandon Moreno both be in trouble and lose so it's going to be an interesting fight a fun one i'll disagree i think somebody ultimately gets the finish and that somebody is viva mexico brandon moreno all right international fight week lots of international fighters including in the main event where yagir rodriguez takes on alexander volkanovsky volk you want to talk about odds i mean he came against islam as like a four to one underdog. he comes into this fight as like a four to one favorite I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. You have to kind of wonder, what if he wins this fight and then he takes on Ilya Teporia? What do those odds look like? But before we get there, Volk, minus 400 BT. How are you not going to play Yair at plus 330? Yeah, and this is the thing. Like, uh, you know, obviously we'll get into a lot more next week too, but it's like I still can't get Max Holloway out of my head when it comes to this fight, just saying, like, don't sleep on Yair when it comes to this matchup. Um, I know everyone would, would probably look at, a, a you know, his loss to Frankie Edgar back in the day and say, like, look, we've seen this guy with a guy with Volkanovsky's ability to take you down and bludgeon you. That could be a, a tough year. But this guy's, you know, he he's grown from that. And we can see that this guy 
has so many unorthodox things that he could throw at you. Look, Volkanovsky has, has found his way to grind through victories a lot, but... It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. He's also been put in some awkward spots, especially against a guy like Max Holloway before. Plenty of us have thought that at least he's lost one of those fights to Max Holloway, even though he never uh, didn't get his hand raised. Like he's always gotten the victory, but we thought they've been very, very close fights. I do think there are ways and paths that Yair could get this done. And I do think there's some value in a guy with his striking ability, his weirdness. Could he find a way to get three rounds out of this one? I, I don't think it's impossible. I, I do think there is some value in him at that number going into this one next week. The only way that I think Yair wins this fight is if he does knock him out, if he does catch him with one of those spinning elbows or one of those things like you're talking about. Jake Quick. Volkanovski, Yair, would you play the underdog? I'll keep it quick. No. Volkanovski by way of smash. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Smash. He says he's going to smash him. Minus 400 for Alexander Volkanovski. Give me that plus 330 on Yair. Thanks to everybody back in Chicago at the BetQL headquarters. For my producer, Jake Nowicker, and my co-host, Brendan Tobin. Appreciate all of our guests. Looking forward to UFC 290 next week. I am merely the sports machine, Sean Levine. Enjoy the fights tonight. You're locked in to the BetQL Network. Good night.